Hey, everybody. Welcome to BeautyCast Network's Mastering Beauty, a podcast for beauty, barbering, and wellness professionals looking for successful, sustainable, and satisfying careers. Tune in every Sunday to hear conversations with brilliant professionals from across the industry offering their best advice on a variety of topics. I'm Gordon Miller, CEO of BeautyCast Network and your podcast host. And today, I am thrilled to welcome a great friend, iconic business guru and coach. In fact, I would say one of our industry's very first coaches, a, a human being who has positively impacted the lives of countless professionals. On behalf of BeautyCast Network, let me welcome Michael Cole. Hello, my friend. Thank you very much for inviting me. I, I love hanging out with you. We've done so many podcasts together, Michael. <laughs> yes. we, go, we go back and I remember... <laughs> The, uh, I was I was recently in your town, Minneapolis, uh, for for an all industry summit. Uh, on, I was there with BeautyCast Network, of course, and uh, it was an amazing day. But uh, the very next day, I was I was hoping we were both hoping to have breakfast together and and trade. I don't know trade secrets. I guess is what some of what we do, uh, but just catch up generally. So. Uh, was sorry your schedule changed at the last minute. I missed you, but I got an early flight home. Thank you. And um, um, but we get to do it today. Uh, I love it. Love, love, love. What are we talking about? Well, I think, you know, all of my guests, I, I, to me, it's like there's this wealth of knowledge in the industry uh, across every category. And, and again, you're one of the gurus. And, and this is about helping professionals to have long, successful and, and satisfying careers. And, and I, I think it, advice, you know, we all share it with one another. I think it's really important. It's a, a kind of a centerpiece of this podcast. And so I want to start by asking you, best advice you've received from somebody else at, at any point in your career um, that kind of informed you around this big idea of having a long and, and satisfying career? Yeah, I, I think in a nutshell, one of my favorite slogans, because it was the very first piece of wisdom passed on to me is playing to win, just play to win. And at first it was like, well, that sounds really cool, but what do you mean? Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you know, and I know that the statistics of the, the percentage of people that come to school versus the percentage of people that stay in and not only stay in, but at the end of some window of time, you look at how far they've gotten. And relatively speaking, it's, it's exponentially farther than the average people that stay in uh, and never mind the, you know, the people that don't. So, play to win. And then I was fortunate enough to find good coaches to find what that means. Uh, and number one is that w whatever income that I'm generating behind the chair, when you benchmark that against uh, average income, it's apparent that you're winning. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but the other part of the definition of winning is see yourself as uh, if you're going to go out and win that, you know, I, I got in like most people, 20 something. And <laughs> someone that's not 20 something anymore, <laughs> our bodies, uh, our minds, our whatever you want to call that, have a very high level of endurance, performance, stamina. But you, you make your manage your income properly so that sooner rather than later, your you have something to show for your income and it's independent of what you're doing for a living whether what you're doing for the living is behind the chair renting a suite and or owning a salon that that's wonderful and it's going to get you uh, but you build wealth and the wealth your wealth doesn't 
hinge on that so that, you know, God forbid something would happen to your ability to generate income or the value of an asset like a salon, uh, something happens and something always happens that you're going to be okay. You're going to have some up uh, years and down years when, you know, you put your money into boring invest what most hairdressers would call boring. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, at the end of a 10, 15, 20 year, if you do it with consistency and persistency, you're going to have a lot to show. And I, I could not have said it to you in the way I just said it to you many moons ago. And I didn't understand a lot of why doing this would matter. But I, I believed enough in the people that were leading me that I gave them myself the benefit of the doubt. You know, here I am a few decades later and I go, oh, Lord, I, I am so grateful that, first of all, thanks for passing it on to me. And I'm so grateful to the universe that I took it to heart because uh, now that I'm, you know, on the other side of the ride, I just have wiggle room. And and really, I now know what it means to, you know, I'm able to live on my own resources and not have to get up every day and uh, work. So I, I would still I would say that to anybody today. I'm kind of answering both of your questions, because, as you know, I'm now an owner in three schools. And one of our gospels, if you will, is, yes, we're going to we're going to get you to earning just a great living, but set your course right now, you're 20. Uh, but it, by the end of your first decade, if you check in with your mind, your body, you're going to go, whatever I was in uh, back 10 years ago, gee, I, I can tell I've been in the game and there's a little bit of uh, effect that it's having on my hands and my neck and my feet, but I'm still having fun and I'm making money and but do something with your money because for sure, for sure, when you're halfway through your 30s, never mind your front end of 40s, your body is going to tell you, hey, hey, my friend, uh, this is getting, this is starting to hurt. Mm -hmm. uh, and for years, you know, I know I kind of made fun of that. Uh, you know, gee, I'm six inches shorter than the day I started, you know, mm -hmm. ha, 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 ha. You know, I've got, you know, uh, a carpal tunnel, ha, ha. And I'm not ha, ha that anymore. I'm saying, no, that's that's not funny. It's not a joke. Plan your journey well so that in your mid 30s or 40s, you have options that uh, many people don't have, frankly, after a full livelihood. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, I took that advice when I was in my 20s. I'm now, in, you know, just on the back end of 60-something. So glad I did. And today, I, I work with 18, 19-year-olds every single day. And while there are many messages, that's one of them, is that if you're going to take the ride, play to win, and this is what we mean by winning. I love that. And, I, you know, I, I have to say this, um, give you credit for, for something. I think it's, it's really important connected to this idea. When you and I first met, we were a couple of 30 somethings. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember. And, 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 and during that era, you know, you were out there saying to audiences all across the industry how important it was to save money. And it is a hard concept for most of us. And I remember so clearly you know, the message of you want to simplify it, save your tips, you know, just put your tips in, into savings. And I remember 
in the years after that, hearing from so many people, just random conversations about careers where people are like, I heard my whole call say, save your tips. And I put my kids through college. I bought my first house. I bought my, I bought the building my salon is in. And so I, I just want to reinforce the power of that message that you've delivered for, for decades. And uh, it's huge and, and game changing for a lot of people. Thank you, my friend. You're, you're so welcome. And then you said something else. Um, grab me and I, I have to mention it as well. And that's benchmarks, you know, and, and I think, you know, you were one of the first, again, you know, pioneering out there in, in the business coaching space, telling people that these things mattered. And, you know, you were having people track everything and, and talking about what those numbers should be and, and how you should aspire to get to them. So I think that's another big idea. Um, we don't have time to dig too deep into it, but um, yeah, a, a, a big and important idea. Oh, in a nutshell, and as you know, I, I'm still interviewing, uh, you know, I call these uh, play the winners that are winning and, and thriving Jedis just mm -hmm. because it people it's a it's a nice word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and when I, I I always ask, give me your secret sauce. What you know, once you tell me the story, great. And we get you're hitting all of the your stuff, but what, what's your secret sauce? Rarely do I not get one of the answers of, Michael, every single day when I show up, I can look somewhere, and now it's on my mobile, and mm -hmm. I know exactly how much money I want or need to make today so that I can make the week, make the month, make the year, and at the end of the year, be in a place it with my income that I really want to be. And I've broken it down, you know, by the inch, it's a cinch, by the yard, it's hard, break it down. And uh, not. And today, it's not only do I know how much I, I need and want to earn today, I know what my day is, is beginning at before I start it. I quantify it. I go, okay, now I know the, dif the difference between mm -hmm what I want and what I have. And I'm looking at finding where in my day, based on the number of people I'm going to be serving and what they're scheduled to receive, where are the opportunities so that I can close that gap? That's, boy, that's a consciousness. That's a paradigm. That's a pair. If you go to work every day with those pair of glasses on, um, you are going to end up at the end of the day, week, month, year, career, exponentially ahead of anyone because, you know, and I love hairdressers. I, if I don't want to say anything that sounds like I'm putting anyone down, uh, but we'll, we'll say that a, a, a typical hairdresser, whatever they, whatever's on their mind on the beginning of the day, it's typically not that, mm -hmm. right? And whatever prep they're putting in to get the day ready. It's not to that degree. And I'm saying, consider it. Even, even hang out with that for a month and to see what that not only yields an in income, but also how does that change your experience of the day? Not just in how much money you made, but was, your, was the experience of your day more interesting? Was it a bit more challenging? Were you a bit more focused? Were you less bored? Did it feel less redundant? Uh, and so, uh, yeah, you, you know, you get me talking about that only because it worked for me and the now well over a thousand people that I've interviewed, that seems to be, you know, part of their secret sauce. Which is amazing to have, you know, you're like a, a researcher out there, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, doing the hard work of, you know, kind of 
digging through the industry to find out, you know, again, a lot of it does tie to benchmarks and these big ideas that help people to be more successful. And I love that you mentioned, you know, the, the kind of looking through the glasses, you know, uh, my favorite quote from forever has been Wayne Dyer's, you know, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, you know, and, and it just connects so clearly to that, including, you know, you mentioned mobile and I, and, and I, Again, as a couple of older guys have been around, um, as, as hard as it can be to do what you're talking about, um, the ability today to have access to information, to, to have tools that allow you to track things and benchmark. I mean, just take 20 seconds and, and talk about the power that people have today in their hands. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, let me set a context by because I was quoted the other day. I must have been talking in tongues because I don't remember saying it. And apparently I did. But I, I said to the person that was interviewing me, you know, what was very, very, very relevant uh, a couple of years ago or so, never mind five or 10 years ago, may be less relevant today. And some would even argue, no, no, it's irrelevant. And I think this whole idea where the, our mobile devices have now become uh, vital, essential tools in our business building toolkit. Mm -hmm. that, and it, it, today it's not what are we doing with our mobiles when we're either behind the chair or attempting to manage downtime. It's what aren't we doing with our mobiles. And the only answer I would say on what we're not doing with our mobiles is not mindlessly, uh, you know, scrolling through whatever social media platform I enjoy because I'm a little bit bored and I want some entertainment. D don't do that. Mm -hmm. But other than that, um, we, we could turn this whole conversation in the, the multiple ways of not only making money, but I am more committed than ever, Gordon, to this whole idea. If you know what you're doing with your handheld computer, you will collapse time. You will collapse time. And, and what that means is, is whatever it used to take to get you to whatever your goal is on a, on a bank, if it's an annual goal of 50, 75, 100, 150 a year or a higher ticket or whatever your goal, pick a goal, any mm -hmm, goal. Mm -hmm. And if you know what you're doing on that handheld device, that computer, you, you're going, it's going to take you conservatively speaking, you're going to cut the time in half. And that's, I'm being very, very, very conservative. You really want to get sticky and analytical. That could be as much as going to cut it down by 70, 80%. Oh, again, way back in the day, you know, we did it all by hand, right? Yeah, we, 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 had, was, we, we wrote it all down if we were even, if we were going to do it, you know, and, and that was keeping track of all these different metrics that mattered. And again, it was game changing stuff and it worked for so many people, but the ability to collapse that time and to actually spend more time on the actual work of taking care of your clients and building your business, it, it's crazy. It's so cool. So a, a favorite topic of mine and a difficult one for some folks is patience, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about that because when we think about having a long career, I think there are moments in time, no matter how great or, 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 or whatever we are and what we're doing and where we are in, in terms of our learning, um, patience, as they say, is a virtue. And I, I often see 
people leave the industry and when I have conversations about them, I thought I, I'll, I'll walk away thinking, oh, if they just had a little bit more patience, they could have hung in there and gotten to whatever that next place is. So um, you really focus on the Jedis and all the amazing stuff they're doing and are such great role models. And by the way, everybody follow, follow Michael Cole underscore summit um, to, to check out those Jedis. But um, I, I want to talk about those who are watching them and, and might feel a little bit disconnected from that reality and, and maybe feel like, ooh, it's, they're doing stuff I, I don't know that I can get there. And, and again, the lack of patience might get in the way. So riff, riff on that for me a little bit. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, on an up note, and we just mentioned it a couple of minutes ago, the, the upside here is that you, we're in an age, fortunate for us all, that we're able to collapse time. So whatever time it took, uh, we can get there in less time. In saying that, you, you, we have to keep an eye on um, patience. And I think, you know, to the degree, I'm going to use some other P words, uh, persistence, uh, perseverance, you know, uh, consistency doesn't start with a P, but it's, it's in, it's in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. That to the degree that we're persistent, persevering, and consistent, we're going to get to the land of milk and honey sooner than if we were not. But the patience to me is I, one of my favorite definitions of patience is the, the courage to endure the suffering that comes with waiting. Mm. You know, I mean, it, we, we, you know, no matter. Yeah, I know it only takes me a year now and it used to take three, but it's still a year and I'm waiting and I'm and, and you know, I'm suffering. Uh, so it, do you have any secret sauce for that? Well, I, I'm going to give you mine and I don't know that it's the but it certainly works for me and the people that I coach. And that is to the degree that, uh, and I've been a meditator and part of, you know, this whole mindfulness movement forever, to the degree that I can keep my attention in the present moment, in the moment, keep it, sometimes I'll call it, keep it in the day. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to being whatever I want to get to uh, one day at a time. I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there one day. And, and to the degree I can stay in the present moment, I'm probably not going to have the issues with managing impatience than, than uh, if, and this is, it's easier said than done. We're, show me someone that's impatient, and I'll show you someone that is a high probability they're thinking about some version of tomorrow. Tomorrow, this week, next week, this month, next month, this year, next year. Like, I, you know, I got to get there. And you will, but if to the degree that you're thinking about that, you, you're not in the present moment. There's a whole bunch of experiences that you can have in the present moment and actions you can take to get you to where you're impatiently <laughs> trying to get to. Um, but you, it, not only can you take these actions today, but oh, by the way, our emotional experience is different when we're present in the moment. Whatever the experience is, it's not boring. Mm. It, you know, there might be some anxiety in it because mm-hmm, I got, mm-hmm. to, you know, I'm doing a little surgery on some hair. There, you know, I might be walking through a difficult client uh, or I could be so inspired I'm hyperventilating. But those, those are all experiences that are not, they're, they're not boring. There, there's, there's life energy in them. So um, now I haven't been able to do what I've just told you to do by myself. I'm really, really now an advocate of community. 
That, that's why I absolutely love the work you're doing. Uh, you know, Gordon, with the, the, this next project that you have under your belt is we no longer have to be and should we be by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be, have to be, must be plugged in because um, conversations like the one I'm having with you, because you get the conversation, continue to remind me when I've forgotten again playing to win. Uh, and, you know, uh, we become, we, we tend to be like those we hang out with. So stay plugged into a community. And if you don't know what community to plug into, ask, because there's, there's more to plug into mm-hmm. that, that's, that supports this conversation than any time that I remember in uh, my history of being around. As always, you know, you get my, my brain going. And when I think about patients, I often say to others, you know, it's just so important to keep your eyes on the prize, you know, what, what your big goals are. Having said that, listening to what you just said, sometimes we could be a little bit too focused on it, you know, in the moment, meaning that lack of patience sometimes comes from having our eyes on the prize and it just feels like it's too, too far away. So that's a really double-edged idea, you know, keeping your goals really top of mind, but then putting them somehow within a context that they don't drive you crazy. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the conversation we had a few minutes ago, I, I mean, I, thank you, Jedis. It's like, Michael, I know what I want to do this year, and this year is the future. But I, I've also got enough training and coached. I've broken down what that means by the month, by the week, by the day, so that I don't have to be thinking about the year. I, I can give my attention to what's in front of me today, focus on that, and know that I'm, I'm doing everything that I need to do today to get to the land of milk and honey uh, sooner rather than later uh, and uh, whether I'm impatient about it or not. When we think about just change generally across any part of life, including our professional life, you know, you often hear struggles around this word um, called a plateau, you know, that people are working to change, you know, whether we're working to make ourselves physically more healthy or mentally more healthy or, or you know, grow our, our, our businesses, grow our careers. You know, you work, you work, you work, you see progress, and then you hit kind of this plateau, this leveling off um, for a moment, for a while. And plateaus across categories of change often stop us in our tracks. And so if, you, if you're working hard and you're, you, you see the movement and you're excited and then you, you hit that kind of bump in the road and you, you feel stuck, any advice on how to get past that? Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful question. Very provocative. For me, in my own life, what, whether I want to call it plateau and or a little bit of complacent, um, that correlates with, for me, um, I, I've been so busy that I've lost my consciousness, my awareness. So what's dangerous about either one of those two words is we're unconscious about it until we're conscious. And I, I, I'm one of these advocates, you know, a problem seen is two thirds solved. You know, so the first step out of being in plateaued or complacency is seeing that I'm there and having an appreciation that I don't have the luxury of staying there, if I want to play to win. And then once I am awake, the, the, the questions change and the answers become blinding flashes of the obvious. Uh, if I don't know the answers to how do I get unstuck or break the plateau, especially if it looks like I'm, I'm so busy I can't, I can't make more money, I got to go back to my community. 
I've lost my perspective. I've, I've lost my vision because there is a way to dial up to uh, what's the word today? Uh, 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 elevate, as mm-hmm. I hear that word mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. place, uh, income or performance or whatever without killing myself. Uh, there's, I can, even though I pride myself in working smarter, not harder, there's probably another level of work smarter, not harder that I haven't seen yet. And chances are really, really good. There are people inside of my community that are, have not only seen it, but they've been there. And maybe I can get there, you know, they can give me a hand up and let me know. And especially today in the conversation we had five minutes ago with mobiles and digital, uh, a little tweak. Uh, you know, uh, heck, heck, I, I'm seeing, you know, 20, 21, 22 year olds having, we're going to call them four figure days behind the chair. And most hairdressers know what that is with two, two clients, you know, inside of four or five hours. So I, sometimes I need to watch other people doing something that I haven't done yet to get the inspiration to, uh, you know, set a target to go for it. You've been talking about you know, being aware, being, you know, you, you talked years ago about, you know, the, the consciously competent versus the consciously incompetent and how important it is that we're, we kind of know where we're at. You know, we can take a step back and, and see ourselves and, and whether it's our skills, whether it's our, our knowledge or understanding of business and, you know, driving things forward. Um, again, you know, thinking about how busy the world is and it's, it's easy to not be aware today because we're just bombarded with stuff. Any, any tips or any, any idea on, just how to, again, have that awareness and, and remember to be aware. Yeah. Well, yes, I can. All I bring to the table today is my, my experience. And 25 years ago, for a lot of different reasons, I just decided I, I want to get, I want to get as conscious about not only my life, but my inner life, my, you know, my mental, my emotional my spiritual life. There's things that are going on in my sixth inch space in between my ears. There's things going on, uh, you know, six inches down and four inches to the left. Uh, and they go beyond physical stuff. It, it, it's the quality, qualitative. And, you know, one of the words for that discipline today is mindfulness. Uh, I, I, I've, I've pivoted in, in the work that I'm doing uh, today as a coach. I'm leaving all of the success coaching to people that, you know, my pop prodigies that I've trained and spending more of my time teaching people the, 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 the art and living of mindfulness uh, because that's how I stay awake. Uh, now, I, I'm, I, I'm not awake 24-7, but I, I tend to stay a little bit conscious a little bit longer and, and not, not if, but when I, what do you want to call it? Go unconscious. Sometimes I'll call it, I've gotten amnesia. Uh, I tend to not stay there as long before I wake up again and get back to where I need to be to keep on keeping on. So an answer, my answer is schools like mindfulness, meditation. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm not find a mindfulness community, find other people that practice this because frankly, you can geek I, today. I, anytime I go deep on anything, I go, let's geek out. I mean, that's why I, I call you every, <laughs> Hey, let's geek. And we, we <laughs> yes, both we, know what that means. We're yes. going to go, we're going to take a deep, deep dive 
on a topic, a conversation, and we're both going to leave more, more of a conscious competent than when we showed up. Maybe we were competent when we showed up, but I, I think we were less conscious or we could even call it unconscious. And we're going to, we get to go back to our life way more intentional mm -hmm. than we were before. I, I so love that. It, it, it makes, I don't know, it takes my mind way back, but it, it's kind of like having, you know, a, a career long um, study buddy. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you and I, that's kind of what we're doing We've sometimes. We've been stud, we, stud buds. We, we have, totally have. <laughs> well, it was, uh, most recent example, Threads launch, right? And it, much of the industry is talking about it. We're all trying to figure it out. So so what do we say to each other? Let's hop on the phone and, and go deep into Threads and talk about what we see and what we hear and what we're individually experiencing and, and, and just trade you know, ideas and, and thoughts. And it, it's powerful. The part of this thing you asked me half hour ago, whatever it was, was, you know, what, what, what's the best advice? The, the other is you and I geek out a lot on the on the bell curve, mm -hmm. you know, stay ahead of the curve uh, on the tip of the curve you're on, on the front end tip, and then look for the next curve to jump on. Ooh, now stop, stop right there, because my final question, which now that you're saying this, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I got to throw my final question is, and then you can pick up right where you left off. And that is, I want to, I want to ask every guest, you know, it's kind of as a final, final statement here is like, what is your best advice to those, you know, who are listening today? And I'm going to let you pick up where you were. <laughs> I, I, I took us there. If you don't know what the bell curve is, the, you know, the, uh, what is it? The, the diffusion, the law of diffusion or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Get, yep. get it. it, it's all over the place. Yep. Stay on the, the the front end of that. And the front end of that is uh, whether you want to call innovators, uh, you know, there are people like you, like me, that we don't like um, being future predictors as much as being part of creating the future. Uh, and, and if we don't, and then there's that group right behind it, that's where community comes in, early adopters. So I, stay in that group and uh, you're going to be okay. Now, you're going you're gonna to get in trouble. Uh, I, at least that's been my experience. I tell people all the time, if you want to know, uh, you and I call it the, the capacity to peek around the corner, the, the proverbial corner, to see what we think is coming. And then first of all, start going after it. And mm -hmm. then if people ask us, hey, what's coming? <laughs> I go, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, but I want you to know at least half the time that I think I see what's coming, I'm hallucinating. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know yet. But I don't have the dubious luxury of not playing with mm -hmm. what I see coming and talking about it. Because even if uh, half the time I'm hallucinating, the other half where I'm right and I've got my hands on it and I'm in front of others, uh, make up for whatever messes I've gotten myself into when uh, I've been hallucinated. So, and I, after a while, Gordon, you know this, we take pride. Uh, there's a esprit de corps. I'm so uh, uh, grateful, happy that I, I'm there. Now, people that know me will tell me, uh, come, come, because now we know, come when it's hit the tipping point, Michael. When, when you think we're on the back end of, uh, early adopter and you, you it looks like the the i call it the the ass of the masses on it the early you know the early majority come and tell me because i don't want to be lagging but um you know i i don't want to be out with you in the middle of the woods you know trying to figure you know what's the proverbial thing flying the airplane as we're building it mm -hmm. yep 
I, I love it. You know, it, it, it's, um, I, I think you and I are, are really passionate about discovery, you know, and, and, and just seeing what's coming and, and see if we can find our way there. But, you know, it, metaphorically, it reminds me of, of Christopher Columbus. You know, I mean, here's a guy who was like, everybody's saying the world's flat. And he's like, um, maybe not, you know, so maybe not. <laughs> right. Off I go, you know, and he could have fallen off the edge. But not only did he not, but he helped change the world as we know it. And so, you know, the, the act of discovery is, is one, um, I think, that excites the both of us, especially at this stage in our careers. Well, I congratulate you because you've, to some degree, to a big degree, you've monetized it. People give you money now to tell them when you look around the corner, what do you see coming? Um, and, uh, I haven't figured out how to make that. <laughs> that was a gift with purchase that I was given when I wasn't, uh, you know, in retired mode, but, uh, you, you actually have, uh, people trust that you don't hallucinate. So kudos to you. Thank you for that. And, and, and thank you, you know, for being here. We're going to, we're going to wrap up. The, the time goes so fast, always with you, Michael. And you know, we've got a 30 minute podcast. We're a little bit over, but I have to first off, just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do for the industry. And, and thank you for, for being our guest today. And I want to say to everybody, make sure you follow Michael over on Instagram, on threads, Michael, you can tell us there's elsewhere, but it's Michael Cole underscore summit, anywhere else you want to send people. Yeah. That, that anywhere I'm on the internet these days, for business, it's it's Michael Cole uh, Summit. And then I've got another little place that I hang out for people where that I teach mindfulness to, and it's Michael Cole Mindfulness. You can find that on uh, Instagram. And again, if you want to really kind of experience conversations between Michael and some of the, the real Jedis in the industry, those who are kind of up, working their way up the ladder of the industry and doing it in really big ways, you know, make sure you check out Michael across all the platforms. And if you like what you heard today, I encourage you to leave us a rating, a review on your favorite podcast platform, hit the subscribe button, or best yet, you know, share us with a colleague to pay it forward, help more to find the podcast. Be sure to tune in every Sunday for new episodes. Again, I am Gordon Miller. Thanks so much to my guest, Michael Cole. This has been the Mastering Beauty podcast from Beautycast Network. And uh, I can't wait to share again with you next time. 